Welcome to the Amy Rushworth Show. I'm your host, Amy, coach to multidimensional leaders, wild souls, and a voice for unapologetic pleasure, abundance, feminine liberation, and body-based business. This show is for the woman who has big, badass dreams, and every episode is a catalyst for your healing, your turn on, your wealth, your freedom, your embodiment, and your soul awakening. You're going to hear heartfelt, unfiltered solo episodes, as well as soul nourishing combos with incredible teachers and industry leaders. May every episode expand, inspire, teach, ignite, or show you the way to living your best fucking life unapologetically. Are you fucking ready? Let's go. Hey, beautiful human. This episode is going to be so juicy, so good. I know so many of you are going to be really excited listening and receiving this one because I'm going to be sharing with you a ton of different pieces and codes and experiences and teachings that I have cultivated and embodied throughout my journey as a priestess, as a coach, as an entrepreneur, as a woman who leads herself. I really see myself that way, really lead myself. And I want to be able to impart that with some of you because to me, There is so much magic that can be created in your business and with your clients when you learn to really back yourself and to believe in yourself and to take the teachings of others and alchemize it into your own experience and your own voice instead of this kind of trend that we have in the coaching industry sometimes where we put other people on pedestals and we think, oh, they know better than me. So as you listen, I want you to be mindful of not putting me on that pedestal either. I'm going to share with you and transmit to you some of the things that have helped me, but I always want you to filter it through this lens of your own understanding, your own experience, your own inner knowing, and most importantly, the voice of your own heart, your own intuition, your own pussy, And just be mindful of that, you know, as we're going through, take what you resonate with, leave what you don't. And of course, if you totally resonate with something and you put it into practice and it changes your life or really helps you, I would love to hear from you. Let me know on Instagram or tag me or send me a DM or whatever, because that'll be really cool. So diving in, I'm going to just be really fluid with this and I'm just going to share with you a couple of key pieces of uh, information, lessons, approaches that I've adopted that have totally changed things for me as a business owner learning as I go. So the first thing that has really helped me in my understanding of myself, my life, the way that I show up in my business, the way that I hold space, and basically like every area of my reality was understanding my human design. So some of you will be probably totally into human design and maybe some of you are like, you know, hearing this for the first time. Human design is one of these awesome technologies or frameworks that we can use to understand how our soul likes to operate, how our soul likes to rock and roll in this incarnation, in this lifetime. Now, this was revolutionary for me because I am a projector, but not only that, I'm a mental projector which is a really rare kind of human design profile. It's like even rarer than reflectors, which are considered like the most rare. And what it means for me is that a lot of the advice and a lot of the paradigms and the methods and the modalities of many business coaches and the things that get kind of taught even about manifestation and goal setting and strategy, a lot of that stuff doesn't actually work for me personally because my soul as a mental projector came here to do things in a different way. 
And so this has been so cool for me because it's really allowed me to drop into a deeper self-trust because I have this human design that tells me like my inner authority is me. I'm a mental projector with no inner authority. Now, if you know your human design chart or if you go and do it, uh, or if you're interested, by the way, go and listen to the episode of this podcast with Katie Calder because it's amazing and we go really deep into human design specifically. But I digress. Uh, so because I have no inner authority and you know what I was saying is go find out your inner authority because you might have one. Yours might be sacral authority or emotional authority and this can really help you to guide your intuition and hone it and understand where your true inner voice originates in your body. But for me, I don't have an inner authority. And what this means is that I basically channel what I'm going to say, what I'm here to teach. I channel my knowing by speaking it out loud and hearing my own voice as I'm saying it. And that's how it comes through me, which is kind of weird and kind of different. And uh, having human design really gave me that like not kick up the bum, but it just gave me this almost like it was like having a cheerleader in the stands of my business being like, Amy, you can do this. Just jump on and just see what comes through. Just trust yourself, like trust that you'll know that you're going to say the right thing in the moment. And that really allowed me to step from being a coach who had skills, who had done certifications, who had learned things, who had techniques and things like that and read books into someone who's really embodied in the moment and trusting herself. And it means now that often when I jump on a workshop or a live transmission or even this podcast, I have no idea what I'm going to say until I'm saying it. And before I knew my human design, I wouldn't have been able to trust that. I probably would have made a story in my own head about how I'm like disorganized or how I'm not prepared Or maybe I would have gone to the other extreme sometimes where I would like take loads of notes and I'd be trying to read from the notes and make it perfect because so much Virgo in my astrology chart, it's ridiculous. So knowing my human design gave me that permission slip in a way to trust myself, to trust my intuition and to really hone my voice. And if you think about it, my voice is like my superpower in my business now because it is the the magic behind this podcast. You know, I do a lot of video content. I speak all day to humans, to clients. I film myself for all my programs. I create meditations and breathwork. Like my voice is my superpower. So human design really helped me to understand that. And it also helped me to create my own soul strategy of the way that I run my business because If you're a projector, maybe you're going to really resonate with this. Projectors' strategy in human design, because we all have a strategy, is to wait for the invitation. Now, if you're a coach or you're a business owner, say you use Instagram for your business, a lot of the business teachings and what business coaches might teach you is that you've got to reach out to people and you've got to DM people and do all of these things. And they never really sat right with me those strategies like I think I probably sent like one or two cold dms really early on in my business and it just felt so icky and so weird but there was a part of me that was also afraid that if I didn't do that you know would anyone reach out to me like how would anyone find me and so as a projector waiting for the invitation is super key and it can also confuse projectors in their business because they're like how am I going to create any kind of strategy how do I market myself how do people know that they can come into my programs etc and so this is why I love things like social media and stories especially on Instagram and my podcast because I get to share my voice but not you know, directly to individuals. I share it. I shine the light on the things that I'm passionate about. And then everyone reaches out to me. So I actually don't have like a client acquisition strategy. I never have. I follow what lights me up. I talk about it on my podcast or on my social media. And I allow the people who are resonating with that frequency or into what I'm saying or picking up what I'm putting down to come and reach out to me. And 
this was a game changer for me to be able to trust like, oh, I don't have to do any of those weird things. I don't have to be creeping on someone in their DMs. I don't have to do any of those things in order to be successful and to be wildly successful. As many of you have seen, like this year's already been a huge one for me, already hit like high into the six figures in January, which if you had even asked me two years ago, would that be possible? I probably would have said, I, I know it's possible, but it didn't feel uh, like close, you know? So it's totally possible to have a thriving, abundant business without having to go against your intuition and how you desire to market yourself, etc. And knowing my human design has really helped me with that and also helped me, um, helped me to know where to direct my energy. So for example, I pour a lot of energy into this podcast because I love the podcast. I love to do it. I love sitting down and talking to people. I love sharing with you. I love talking about the things that are really exciting for me and lighting me up. And that's just fun in a way, like I'm having fun doing it. But at the same time, I get to non-directly speak to some of you and really directly maybe speak to some of your souls without infringing on you or without going against the strategy of my soul and the strategy of my human design. So that's really cool for me and has been a game changer because I love to express myself. And so human design has shown me how I can do that in a way that works for me and is in in congruency with my soul and my soul's design. And maybe for you, if you're a different kind of human design, you can start to explore this, maybe get a deeper reading, look at the deeper elements of your chart. And I guarantee you, you will learn so much. Like I'm still always learning so much about human design and I'm like totally obsessed with it. I've known about it for ages and I'm still always finding a deeper crevice or a deeper level of understanding with it. So I really recommend that for all business owners if you can find that out and definitely go get a reading. People always ask me who to get a reading with, by the way, and I personally love Katie Calder. As I said, she's been on the podcast and you can kind of you can kind of always assume that if someone's been on the podcast, they're someone that I trust. I don't let anyone just random come on to this show. It's always someone whose work has really helped me or touched me or someone that I have an intimate relationship with. And I take that really seriously because I want to bring experts to you guys uh, that I really know, love, believe in, and trust. Now, the next thing I want to share that has transformed me, my business, my self-trust, It continues to all the time. I always keep coming back to this piece. And this is this idea of being fully erect or fully owning self-leadership. I really believe that life responds to this. I am someone who leads herself. I don't wait for permission. I don't look to other people to give me permission to do things. And truthfully, I look at people who are further ahead in some capacity or further along in a journey that I want to go on or just people who I am inspired by. And I'm really careful not to put people on a pedestal, rather to actually look at them as what's possible or a symbol of something that I want to embody more deeply for myself. But at the end of the day or at the core of it, I am the leading lady of my experience or I'm the leading queen or the leading creatrix of everything and who I be behind the scenes. And this is really important, like not just for Instagram, because there's lots of people who show up on Instagram in a certain way. There's many people who do this, who are completely different behind the scenes and not embodying who they say they are you know, online, who talk about abundance, but don't live it. So I know that life is always responding to how I'm leading myself. And that work is happening most of the time, not on the screen of Instagram. It's not happening on the website or the stuff that people really visibly see. 
but the energy is felt by God and life and the universe and how I'm leading myself behind the scenes is determining what is showing up for me. It's determining on like a really subtle level how people are receiving me. So something that I've really, really learned about myself and something that I'm really proud of myself having seen so much of the opposite in this industry behind the scenes is like I am someone who's really embodied in my leadership. I don't talk about something if I haven't lived it. And that's not to say that, for example, you're a self-love coach and you have a bad day where you doubt yourself that, oh, you're not embodied, you can't talk about self-love. But that, like, you're you're human, right? You're going to have some struggles. But there's a difference between having a bad day and being someone who doesn't love themselves, right? There's a difference between being someone who really does love themselves and can meet that bad day with self-love versus someone who is just talking about something and not actually truly living it for themselves. And so if I'm saying this and it's triggering you a little bit, I just want to hold you with love in this moment. I want you to keep listening as I talk because this isn't me uh, trying to judge anyone. I promise you that. I'm calling you in because I want you to be embodied in your self-leadership. I want you to be in your power. I want that for you. I want more of that in this industry. And so... Being in your self-leadership means knowing that you know best. Yes, have support around you. You have coaches, have mentors. I love being held by mentors, but I don't jump into their masterminds or into their containers or into their one-on-one experience thinking in my head, I need this. I need them to fix this. I need them to help me get somewhere Without them, I can't get there. I'm not in that mindset. And if you are in that mindset, what I would actually encourage you to do is to take a step back and to find the resources within yourself, if you can, to get into a position when you do hire mentors to support you or people to support you in your business. It's coming from a place of, I want you. I want to have fun with you. I want your leadership codes. I want your energy around me because that sounds sexy, (laughs) right? And so the women who invest to work with me one-on-one usually say things like this to me. They're like, I just want to be in your energy. And to me, that's like a soulmate client. And that's where the magic really happens because it's coming from a place where both of us, me as the coach, them as the client, or in the other situation where I'm the client working with someone Yes, they're leading me in a way as my mentor. I'm leading my client as their mentor, but they're also leading themselves or I'm also leading myself. It's about being self-responsible. This is where the magic happens in business when you stop throwing your power away to other people and you stop thinking that someone's more of a guru than you and start seeing them as a teacher to you, but you've got your own codes to embody inside of their teachings. So I'm always cautious of anyone online who positions themselves as like all-knowing and markets themselves as like, you won't get to where you need to go unless you hire me because it's kind of like an abusive dynamic, like just to put it really transparently. You are the leader of your reality. And if you want to break out of these like codependent dynamics that can happen in the coaching industry, it's about recognizing that whether you invest in support or you don't, like at the end of the day, you are the creatrix. Life is responding to that. Life is responding to you, not who you're paying. Now, here's the nuance that I really want to land with you. When you invest in a teacher or a mentor, or maybe it's like a certification or something that's going to like help you in your business, yes, the investment can up-level you. And yes, investing the money can up-level your ability to receive more money. I've experienced this loads of times. But life is responding to who you're being inside of that investment, not the fact that you invested in that certificate or not the fact that that person is teaching you something. 
the investment is activating you in a way. So if you've ever invested in like multiple things and never seen a return, what I would encourage you to do is to lean into that and go, you know, ask yourself from what energy did I invest in that? Did I invest in that thinking this person was a guru and I put them on a pedestal and I thought, you know, they've got what I need and I need to learn from them or I need to do it their way. Otherwise, I'm not going to be enough or I'm going to fail. Or did you invest from that energy that I mentioned of like, wow, I really want to be in this person's energy. I really admire their leadership and their way of being. And I just want to be around that for a bit and catch a vibe. Because typically, and this is in my experience, so maybe everyone has different experiences. But in my experience, when I invest from the place of fun, from the place of possibility, from the place of seeing myself as an equal to my teachers and my coaches, that's when I get initiated into a new quantum dimension with money, with my business, with awakening consciousness. That's where all the vibes come from. Because money is, in my view, a game we play. A lot of people are afraid of money. A lot of people have hang-ups about money, narratives about money. We all do to some extent. It's kind of hard to escape it in society and the conditioning that we get exposed to. But I've learned to reframe it as a game that I play within the game of awakening my higher self. So... You know, when people, uh, you know, talk about six figures or they talk about seven figures or whatever amount it is, right? When I'm talking about that, I'm talking about who I become inside of that process. I'm talking about how my higher self gets to step forward when I hit a certain financial milestone or I invest a certain amount in support. It's just a game. It's a game in the self-leadership dimension and the dimension of awakening my higher self and that's how I choose to see it now the next thing that I really want to share that's been a huge thread of my business journey is that you don't have to hustle and overexert your masculine or your yang or whatever you resonate with in order to succeed I've been working less and less and less and making more and more money and not making money from like a shady place. Sometimes people say that and it's because they're just doing shady things, right? I've been doing that from an integrated, authentic place where I've actually been helping hundreds more people. How this works is understanding the technology of polarity, of yin and yang, of masculine and feminine, and how it relates to business. Now, if you want to go really deep into this, I am running my mastermind, my business mastermind in April. So if you're listening, like around the time this episode is released, you'll have time to apply. It's almost full. It's a high level mastermind. So this is not for you if you're just starting out, unless you have a really epic attitude and you're ready for like a total, total quantum leap, you can still apply. And maybe if we're both feeling it, it could work. But I would say this is for the woman who's definitely like beyond her first year of business, the embodied conscious coach, someone who wants to run their business from the feminine using these principles of polarity uh, in order to thrive and ascend and quantum leap and make more money and be of service and live your dharma and all the magical things that you know that I'm all about. So you just have to DM me on Instagram if you want to apply if that's calling to you. So anyways, understanding polarity, which we will do in the mastermind, but I'm going to explain it here is about understanding what is your core essence. Now, most of you who listen to this podcast are women or feminine beings, and you exist somewhere on the spectrum of these energies more towards the feminine or towards the yin, right? And it is a spectrum. So some of you might identify more with that. Some of you might feel more in the middle, more neutral. Some of you might be really used to being in your yang and your masculine energy, because you're used to over animating it 
But I know that many of you, if you deeply reflected on that, might say, well, truly at my core, I feel I'm a feminine being, but I'm scared to be in my feminine a lot of the time because I'm so used to being in the masculine or working or being so goal-driven or this is what my parents taught me. I mean, there's so many influences. So by understanding this technology of polarity, you can start to understand how you want to be in your business and what you need to thrive. So for me, I quite enjoy being in the masculine sometimes, but also I'm a projector. I'm very sensual. I'm very feminine. I'm a Leo with a Taurus moon. I love like rest and good food. And I'm basically like a lizard lying on a rock. That's my dream. I want to lay on a rock in the sun and eat strawberries and play music and self-pleasure myself. That's the dream for me. So I definitely have a more yin, a more feminine core. So for me, in order to have this business that has lots of moving pieces, I mean, I've got the podcast, I've got multiple group programs. I've got a monthly membership that has, you know, lots and lots of women inside there. I have a business mastermind. I have other programs. I have one-on-one clients. Sometimes I do retreats and events and we write emails. Like there's a lot of things going on, right? So how do I do all that and still work like two hours a day? Well, here's how it's possible. Understanding these energetics and then through understanding that, knowing where to delegate, knowing where to invest money, knowing where I need to receive support. So I delegate a lot of the really heavy-handed masculine things in my business, and I also delegate anything that I don't really enjoy and anything that isn't fun. Even though I can do all of those things, I'm capable of doing them, and even though it costs me money, I see it as an investment in my energy, Because if I'm not doing those things, even if I'm just laying around or cooking or something like that, I am investing in this honeypot of energy inside of me, which allows me to create more abundance elsewhere. It allows me to be more rested, to be more pleasured. And that means that I can show up in a totally different frequency for my clients. It means I'm excited when I get a voice note from my client instead of rushed and doing it in between things. It means I feel really clear. My channel is really clear. So I can create these amazing programs and offerings and I can download these awesome ideas because I'm not doing a bunch of shit that I can do, but I don't like to do. So anything that's really admin-y, I don't like to do. I've got a great eye for detail. As I said, lots of Virgo in my astrology chart, but I don't like it. I like using the attention for detail when it comes to, say, design or my outfit or designing my house or rearranging the things on my coffee table and making things aesthetically beautiful. But I don't enjoy scheduling things in the diary, figuring out time zones, so it gets delegated. I don't enjoy finding out why my parcel is stuck in customs, gets delegated. (laughs) I don't enjoy finding my receipts, filing my taxes, understanding or maybe not understanding whether I've broken any laws around my taxes and finances, all of it gets delegated. I don't like spreadsheets. I have a CFO and he shows me how everything is mathematically working out and how we're set to make a million dollars or how we're going to create this amount of money and how much the ads are going to cost and blah, 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 blah. I don't know very much about how to do things with Facebook ads and the algorithm. So I outsource that to people who love that shit, whose you know zone of genius is that, who have their finger on the pulse when the algorithm changes or you know different things that are working. And we work together in harmony to create something that's authentic to my feminine heart. So I outsource, outsource, outsource. And a lot of people are like, oh, but, you know, what if I'm, you know, not at the point where I can afford that? I started doing this way before I could afford it. So I just want to preface that, like, there is sometimes an excuse that we can make. And this is where that self-leadership piece comes in as well. It's like, you have to put your big girl pants on sometimes and go, how can I make this happen? Rather than like, I can't afford it. 
because when I started outsourcing, I couldn't afford it either. But I said yes, because I knew if I said yes, I'm so someone who loves to honor their words. So if I say yes to this, I know I'm going to go and find a way to make it happen. I will find a way to make it happen. And I think that this is a really powerful quality to have if you are an entrepreneur or to cultivate in yourself because you got to be ballsy to run a business. You got to be someone who can put their big girl pants on and show up to the shadow work that comes up, that can show up to the resistance, the challenges, all the things that come up when you run a business, all the leaps of faith that you have to take again and again and again. And you have to really back yourself. And take steps before you're ready or before you can see the linear path of how it's going to work out or how you're going to be able to make the money. So I hired my assistant when I was like six months into my business and I could barely afford food. Because I knew if I hired that assistant that I would free up space to create things that would make me money, that would be amazing, that would add value to my clients, to my audience. And I do this again and again and again with everything. Anything that's going to take really valuable energy away from me or anything that I'm not really amazing at and I want it to be amazing, I invest in someone else to do it for me because I know that it will actually create more money and abundance in my business if I do that. And that self-trust that comes with that, it's kind of like playing a game, the same as like money is a game. You got to play this game of like, okay, how can I trust so deeply that if I spend all of this money or I invest all of this, like it's totally going to flow back to me because the level of self-trust that I am embodying right now, how can it not? How can life not respond to that? And people respond to that, especially if you're a coach. The number one thing is that people trust you, right? If people want to work with you, it's because they trust you. They see something in you. And you can't fake that. People see you leading yourself and trusting yourself and they feel it. And that creates trust between you and your clients and your audience. Now, the next thing that I want to dive into, which is a game changer, and you can apply this not only to business, to anything in your healing journey, to anything in your life. And this is where the spiritual relationship that you have with God or universe or source or your guides or whatever language you resonate with comes in. And that is this idea that you're totally, perfectly guided at all times. So I play a game with this now. Again, it's all it's all like a game to me because the more fun that I can bring into anything, the more my soul is going to rise to meet that. So the game is like this. Everything is perfect in the game. I am always being guided in this game of life. So when something really hard happens, or maybe, you know, I make an investment, doesn't work out, or I'm just going through a hard time, you know, in a friendship or something like that. I just say to myself, oh, it's perfect. This is the perfect experience for me on my timeline. God has given me this. I don't always know why in the moment, but I will one day discover why and how can I meet it as perfect. This creates this radical acceptance, which is such a big key to moving through and transforming anything, because how can you transform something if you refuse to accept and acknowledge it, right? And it can apply to business in so many ways. One of the big ways that it can apply is when you fall into these shame spirals where you think, I need to do something different in order to get a different result. I need to be better in order to get a better result. I need to be perfect in order to get more clients. The big one that I hear is like, oh, I need a bigger audience, you know, in order to have a big launch or, you know, I need a bigger audience before I can show up and start doing that or have a podcast or whatever it is that you're, you're making it into, right? We all have a thing that we blame for why we're not creating what we want. We all do it. I do it as well. And I used to do this, by the way, so no judgment. I had this thing of like, oh, when I hit 10,000 followers, like everything will change and I'll get the swipe up. And honestly, I was so sorely disappointed because when I got the swipe up, I feel like my engagement actually went down and then like nothing was happening. It was doing better when I had no swipe up and I had like 2,000 followers or something. So the universe kicked my butt and was like, see, you got to trust me, like stop outsourcing your power to external validation. So I learned from that. And now I'm here to teach you this 
So when you think that you need to do something different, you're actually kind of saying to God or the universe or the divine powers that be, I know better than you and I'm going to micromanage this, (laughs) which is absurd because we really have no control anyway. But it's pretty absurd to think like that there's going to be some strategy to being better, to being more lovable, to getting what you want. You're negating the beauty and the magic and the power that is already inherent within you, within your existing body, your existing skills, your existing voice, your existing audience, whatever it is. And when people say that, I always ask them, okay, so you think you need a bigger audience? How many people are in your audience now? And they'll usually be like, oh, you know, I have 500 followers or a thousand followers. And I say, okay, close your eyes and picture 500 people in a room. There's a lot of people, right? (laughs) But not only 500 people, they're not just runny randoms. It's 500 people who are really into you because these 500 people have been so into you that they've clicked follow. So they resonate with you in some capacity, right? So picture that it's 500 people who really care what you have to say. They really love your vibes. Most people would be shit scared to even speak in front of a room of that many people, right? And so then to think, oh, I need a bigger audience. You're forgetting this beautiful audience of people that are already here. They're already waiting for you. They're already connected to you in some way. So instead of thinking, oh, I need bigger this, or I need more money, or I need to do this, this, and this, how can you be like, this is the perfect amount of people that I can speak to? This is the perfect audience for me to connect to. Because they are. And a lot of the time, the only thing that's getting in the way is the stories that you tell yourself about how it needs to be different. And it's a big distraction and it's a big lie. The same can be true if you launch something and then, you know, the launch falls flat. It's going to happen. It still happens to people with big audiences, right? So instead of going, oh, I need to do more. I need to show up on live 14 times this week or I need to run ads or I need to do this. Like, of course, there are things that you can do, but ask yourself at the forefront before doing those things, would that be fun? (laughs) Is that what I actually want to do? Because your vibration, how you feel about it is going to affect how it plays out. So how can you go and have so much fun during your launch? You know, especially if you're having a moment where you feel flat because no one signed up or it's been slow, like how can you go out in your life and have loads of fun? How can you shift into that vibration? How can you bring that fun into your message? How can you bring your life force energy? How can you love your life so much that that radiates out of you in a launch that people are like, I don't even need to read the sales page because I want to be around that girl or that chick. (laughs) So it's not always that your life needs to change, but how you hold it, how you relate to it, how you respond to what is happening really matters. And so the way that I respond to everything now is I just go, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. You know, if I had a, a bad day or, you know, recently I had to have emergency surgery and it was really frustrating because It happened in the middle of a new group program that I just launched, Pleasure Empress. And I was really disappointed because uh, basically we just started this program and the vibes were amazing. Like it was so exciting inside and we're having so many breakthroughs. And then in week two, this happened where I physically couldn't show up live for this program. And I was devastated for a minute because I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm not going to be able to lead them and they're going to maybe lose their excitement and what am I going to do? And then I just reminded myself, oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. How can I respond to this as if it's perfect? And so what happened was we postponed some of the calls and guess what? It turned out perfect. Everyone had a longer time to integrate. They had time to catch up on things that they'd fallen behind on already. They got a longer period of time in the container with me. It was perfect. But it was only that way and I only received it that way because I decided it to be, because I claimed it to be. So ask yourself, you know, in those moments where you struggle in your business, how can you fully claim it as perfect? 
How can you ride the waves and be like, fuck yeah, you know, I'm going through a hard time right now, but this is part of my journey. This is part of what I'm going to teach on at some point. Because most of the cool shit that I get to teach about, most of the awesome, amazing embodied wisdom and advice that I get to give people has come as a direct result of the really messy, fucked up, chaotic, crazy moments And my ego, if my ego had her way, she would be like, oh no, let's not have any of those moments. Let's just always have wins and perfection and high vibe moments and celebrations, which is amazing. But we also have to have these moments of shadow because they teach us stuff. And it's not that you need to go like deep into the shadow and just be like so like depressed and living there and really in your sad girl energy for weeks and weeks and weeks. But what I'm saying is that you can meet those moments with this idea of like, oh, okay, this is the perfect experience. I know I'm going to come out on the other side of this with something awesome. I know I'm going to be able to alchemize this into some kind of wisdom or some kind of strength or resilience. And now when it happens, I get excited because I'm like, oh, here we go again. The roller coaster is taking me somewhere else and I'm going to come out bigger and bolder and badder and braver on the other side. And that is going to make me an amazing leader in my business. Now, the last thing I want to touch on, and there's so many things that I want to touch on in this episode, but it would just be a thousand hours long, uh, is the piece around bringing spirituality into business because lots of you uh, on Instagram asked me about this and many of you have probably been in my audience for quite a long time and you've seen that I've evolved quite a lot. I've changed directions. My, uh, I guess my expression has really radically changed and I've become more and more spiritual and weird and wonderful and all the things that I am now. And I wasn't in the beginning. I was more of like a wellness coach. I was definitely a bit more of like a basic bitch. Not that there's anything wrong with being a wellness coach at all, but it was like just very different to how I am now. And I know that lots of people as they go on a spiritual awakening, especially if they're coaches and you're feeling so inspired by all of this work that you're doing, but you're maybe afraid of how you start to translate it into your work into your dharma the messaging or the branding of your business because you're worried that it might alienate people because it does right people get really afraid of spirituality and spiritual people which is crazy because it's like we're just creating deeper self-awareness and having an awesome relationship with god and our own divinity um but yeah i guess it's scary right to see a person in their power like that So I totally get the fear. I definitely had like an initiation around this because I started sprinkling it in and I definitely noticed people started unfollowing me and maybe my message was like getting a little bit unclear as I was in that sticky, chunky period of trying to like transition from wellness with Amy into Amy who talks about confidence into Amy who is a spiritual priestess who does moon magic and blood rituals and breathwork and all the crazy things that I do now. So what I just kind of got to in this journey, which took a while, so maybe I'll save you some time, is I got to this place of I'm not a basic wellness bitch anymore. And That's not who I am. And also, if I ask myself really honestly, if I wasn't afraid, who would I love to work with? Like, who's my soulmate clients? And it wasn't the people that I was worried about. You know, the people that I was worried about judging me or unfollowing me. I definitely had like an insecurity, I think, even though I didn't really want to admit it, around certain people in like the London wellness scene Um, judging me because I was really like I was not really like in that scene but I was I was talking a lot at different events and everyone kind of knew me and there's like a real sceney wellness scene in the UK and so I was kind of a little bit nervous about how that would be received and whether people would be talking about me all of these like old sister wounds right which we all have to some degree but I got to this place where I was like that's not even who I want to work with. So why am I worried about them unfollowing me or leaving my audience? 
why would you want anyone to stay in your audience who you're not even in full alignment with, who you wouldn't even be excited to work with? Like, let them go. Don't have a trauma bond with these people. That's what it is. It's like being codependent and being like, oh, don't leave. I don't want to get rejected. But I also, you know, have to be someone else to be in alignment with you. So I just got to this point where I was like, enough is enough. I don't want anyone here who doesn't get my vibe. If you don't get my vibe, I honor your sovereignty and you should unfollow me. Go you for knowing who you resonate with and choosing to unfollow people. That's genuinely where I landed with this and it took some time. When we show up as we are, your followers get an opportunity to say yes or no. And so often we're afraid of the people who say no, but we're not responsible for them. We're not responsible for how they receive us. You could be so palatable, so tidy. You could say all the right things. You could be such a nice person and someone will still be offended by like one tiny thing that you did or something that you said or a word you used or the way you look or your accent or the way you talk. Like there's a thousand things that could offend someone. That person could also just choose to unfollow you because they want to take a break from that kind of content or they're just resonating with a different vibe. We never are going to know. So why invest precious emotional energy? Because it is precious in trying to micromanage or trying to be an oracle around why people have unfollowed us or why they're not getting us. Instead, I just bless them. I'm like, go you, you're not into me. Good on you for understanding and knowing that. And it's with love. It's not like a fuck you get out of here. I don't want you here anyway. It's like, good on you. You don't want to follow me. So I don't want to be in your feed. I don't want to be like up in your, up in your grill when you don't want me up in your grill. I want you to be following the people that inspire you. So that's great. Right. And when you start to do this and you start to really embody this in your heart and your soul, you can start to be more you more authentically you online. You can be silly. You can act how you would act around your closest friends. People meet me often and they're like, it's so weird. You're like, I feel like I know you and you're the exact same online as you are in person. And it's like, yeah, because I just stopped having this idea that I needed to be a certain way in order to be seen as a leader or I needed to tidy myself up in a certain way or only show certain facets of myself in order to be seen as an expert I show all sorts of random things now on my Instagram like my dog humping the blanket and me laughing at something or me having my fruit by the pool or you know dancing sensually or using my yoni egg or watching a movie like I show all the pieces of me that I feel I really want to show because I'm a whole fucking human being right (laughs) I'll show you when I'm laughing when I'm crying when I'm self-pleasuring maybe not like the full frontal of that but you know I'll show you all of those facets because I'm okay with who I am I'm more than okay with who I am but if you spend your energy worrying about how the people receive you you can't fully embody that you can't be fully you and that's going to put a really big break on your business trajectory because your clients, especially if you're a coach and you are the brand, want to feel you. They want to feel who you are. How are they going to know what it's like to be in your dimension or in your energy field if they can't feel that? And obviously Instagram is just like tiny snippets or this podcast is just snippets of consciousness and my experience. So We're already only showing a part of who we are on Instagram. Why not make that part as diverse and colorful and expansive and interesting and so authentically you as possible? That's just my view. And this has totally transformed my business because people come into my programs. They know what to expect. They're excited 
about my energy and who I am and who I'm going to be with them inside of that experience. And then they get an even deeper experience of me that is a deeper expression or a deeper manifestation of what they were already hoping and expecting for or what they were already excited about rather than just seeing one version of you on Instagram and then like meeting you and being like, oh, you're kind of different. Or even worse, like you're being that filtered version of yourself everywhere and you're not fully owning who you are. That's going to have this huge effect on your energy, your radiance, your self-trust. So there's so many things that I could share about business. Maybe I'll do some more episodes if you want them. I love sharing about this stuff because the more women and the more people who share their medicine and can be in integrity and authenticity and creativity and all of the things, the more medicine there's going to be on this planet, the more transformation and healing and happy humans and love and all of the vibes that we're all here for. If you want to apply for my mastermind, as I said, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm going to close the doors in like two weeks, I think. And we're almost full. So maybe sooner than that. It's a private application process. It's called Riches, Rebels and Revolutions. You can expect the most crazy quantum transformational experience of your business journey or your life. I already know it's going to be such a vibe. Um, If you're newer or if you're on the brink of starting a business or becoming a coach or you're kind of like in your first year of business or something like that, I am launching something later this year for you. I'm still asking and conversating with spirit about when it's going to be, maybe June. So I know I keep teasing everyone on Instagram, but that is coming. So if that feels like it's more in alignment with your journey and where you are, then you can get really excited already for that. Know that it's coming. Loving you all so much. Thank you for tuning in. If this episode is helpful for you, please leave a review or share it with someone who you think that it would help. Sharing is caring. Sharing is love. I appreciate you so much. And I hope you have a beautiful day wherever you are on this planet. Thank you so much for tuning in today, Queen. I've loved having you. I hope this episode lit you up and exploded your soul and your heart and your yoni and your intuition. If you want to play together, you can come and join me on Instagram. This is Amy Rushworth. You can also download my really amazing free abundance bundle from the episode show notes. You can find other juicy details there. And I can't wait to see you so soon in one of the next episodes. Until then, keep shining, keep blazing, and keep unapologetically living your best life. I love you lots. I'll see you soon.